In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. And welcome, everybody. Thanks for being here on this second show of 2011. You know, I've noticed something this year going, moving out of 2010 and into our next year. It's been kind of fun and interesting to listen to people talk about what's ahead. It seems like there's more to do about it this year than I've ever, ever noticed. And maybe it's because I'm so interested or, you know, I'm just attracting that because that's how law of attraction works, right? Or maybe it's because there's just been so much hubbub in the press and everywhere else about going into 2011. But it's been really interesting. And a lot of people will say, no, it's not going to get any better. And and it's going to be another miserable year. It's even going to be worse. There's so much going on. But, you know, a lot of people are being really positive and, and even excited about moving into 2011. So uh, with that in mind, I invited back our wonderful, wonderful astrologer, Sandy Rodak. She was here last week and did some individual predictions for our listeners. And, you know, this week, Sandy's going to broadcast her predictions about what's coming up for us as as a a nation, as a planet, as part of this wonderful, wonderful universe uh, in 2011. And what's astrologically, (laughs) I screwed that one up, Um, probable. How is our world going to change? You know, are we really headed for disaster? Like um, you hear some people say, and, you know, are there going to be more natural disasters? Is the global economy going to shift in any significant direction? There's so, so many questions that people have. So again, our guest today is Sandy Rodick, and she's a professional astrologer, a writer, keynote speaker, and independent researcher and visual spiritual visionary. Sandy has more than 20 years of experience applying her integral techniques and combining traditional and evolutionary astrology with automatic writing and intuitive insight. And we've really been getting a fabulous, fabulous uh, example of that on the shows where Sandy's joined us. So welcome back, Sandy. I'm really excited about today's show. Thanks for being here. Well, thanks for having me back again. It's great to be back. You know, it, it's it's funny because we had last week's show and our switchboard was just lighting up here. And, you know, I apology, my apologies go out to anyone that we couldn't get to, but, uh, you know, time created some restraints. But you gave some individual predictions that were wonderful, and we didn't have time to get around to, you know, the crux of the program, which was also talking about what's coming up. And so I'm so excited to have 
be back here. Uh, we're not going to take calls this week because there's just so much to cover. And uh, so, so thanks for consenting uh, to come back. So thanks, Sandy. Um, so, Sandy, you know, I think one of the biggest things on, on most people's mind is, you know, how is our economy going to shift? You know, are the job, is the job market going to get any better? There's so many people unemployed in this country. Um, and, you know, what's that look like ahead? Can people be more hopeful about finding jobs? I don't know if I could actually predict that being more hopeful, yes, I think hopeful is uh, something that people should resonate with and find that uh, find that within. But this is a period, this is really truly a year about transformation, transitioning, and a year of action. So for the people that have been out there looking for jobs that for the last couple of years or even the last 12 months that haven't found one, the exciting part is that this is a time to possibly start up their own business and do something that they've been passionate about. Uh, and follow, you know, follow that. I'm not talking about, you know, in a delusion of fog, follow that, you know, heartfelt passion, but in a realistic approach, follow that passion. You know, if you've been playing music or fiddling around with instruments your whole life and it's been a passion, maybe it's time to start, you know, doing individual uh, music lessons with kids at school. Mm -hmm. So, and are doing an exchange. There's so many different avenues that could be taken right now. It was reported uh, that the job market, you know, actually the the job market um, was better last month, that it had dropped to 9.4 instead of 10%, which whether you believe those statistics or not, that's a whole other story that we don't have time to get into. (laughs) And and it was, you know, December. I'm sitting here going, okay, I'm sure, you know, did that have everything to do with the retail market? Not quite sure. Yeah. But um, this is, you know, I know it's harder for people that are in their 50s right now that have been laid off because if they are out interviewing, they're being asked to take, you know, half of what they were making before. But the part for me when I'm sitting down with somebody and doing individual consultation, especially if it's a vocational career assessment, is that, and they've been looking for a job for a long time, they start looking and realizing that, you know what, I love the time that I've had off. I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. Yes, I'm broke. I don't know how I'm going to pay my mortgage. Am I going to lose my house? There's all these other factors that are going on that we can talk about uh, predictive-wise for the next 12 months. But the thought of actually controlling your own time, your own schedule, making your own money, that is exciting because we are living in very invigorating times. It's an accelerated uh, time that things are happening at warp speed right now. And that's just going to keep accelerating. Yeah, and that that really is an exciting observation, Sandy. I have a perfect uh, case example of a client who uh, was laid off um, about eight or nine months ago, and she decided that she was going to give a try to running her own business and actually they had a family business in place that her mother was running and you know her mom was tired didn't want to do it anymore so she decided she was going to try and run this business instead of going back into corporate America and it wasn't out of any great desire to be her own boss it was it was really more out of uh, a desire to make an income and now these months later this client just yesterday said to me you know what I wouldn't give this up for the world. I 
I love being an entrepreneur, and, and she's darn good at it. So it was a time of exploration for her. She really didn't even know that this was going to turn into a passion, but uh, her corporate experience brought so much to the table for her in being an entrepreneur and then combining with coaching where she could really enhance uh, that knowledge and, and innate understanding and take that out there to the world gave her an opportunity to find something new to fall in love with and another way to make money without boundaries. I mean, I really and truly believe that this company is, is heading for a million dollars in only a short few months from now. And and so it really takes those boundaries off too that a job can can place on us. It's true. I mean, people, it's, it's funny because people think, oh, you know, we live in, you know, the best country, which I do believe that we do. But like, oh, you know, we have so many freedoms. And which we do, I'm not going to discredit that, but when you think about it, it's just like how much freedom is there truly in working 50 weeks out of 52, having to get up at, you know, 6 o'clock every morning to catch the train and work an 8 to 5 job. So if you can change that mindset and to look at all the possibilities and the other opportunities of controlling your own schedule, that to me is where freedom truly lies. Yeah, absolutely. And and so, Sandy, let's let's talk a little bit more about this because, you know, as a business and life coach, um, this is a particularly passionate area for, for me. Um, but we, we both know that there are people out there who really are not born entrepreneurs. They're just not. They're, you know, they, astrologically speaking, they, they, you know, they are not in the right place to become an entrepreneur. Um, and and just their personalities and their skill set. What about those folks in this year ahead? Do you have any ideas for them? Yes, this is a year, and it actually has been for the last couple of years. This is a year to master what you have already done in the past. This is not about going out and going, okay, I'm going to start, I'm going to become an engineer when you've been an administrative assistant. <laughs> it's okay. not that type of energy. And if somebody desires to do that, I would never, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I do predictive work, but my forte in astrology is all about giving insight to avoid, you know, major catastrophes. So I'm not about ever discrediting something that somebody has a dream and wants to do, but let's find the best potential energies to work with what you want to do and the, and the constraints that you have around you. But on that note, this is a time if you've, you know, maybe you have a certain level of administrative uh, ability and you need to take it up, you know, one notch, two notches, three notches, go back to school. This is the time to invest in yourself and go back to school or do some self-education to get your resume updated, uh, getting out there and networking. So this is definitely the time of, of mastering but taking action. It is not just the time to figure out, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to be when I grow up? Mm. So this would be a good time um, giving some other examples. Well, to have a reading done by an astrologer is always going to help you figure out where your strengths are. Um, also going like our... Um, Junior College here, our community college, offers a free Myers-Briggs uh, ex- uh, assessment test. I think that's a great thing to do. And if you're not familiar with the book by Tom Rath, R-A-T-H, called Strengths Finder 2.0, um, in the back of that book is a code for you to go online and take this assessment. And it's really wonderful because it really helps uh, pull out strengths and let you know 
where your strengths lie. And Rath's position is that just what you're saying, Sandy, is that we really need to focus on our strengths rather than our weaknesses and do things well and then, you know, offset the weaknesses in in different ways using different strategies. And so you're saying what I'm hearing you say is that this is really the time to do that. Yes, it is. This is definitely the time to to be better at better at what you're doing than anyone else does. Mm. It is a competitive time. Yeah, it is a competitive time. And you mentioned earlier the point about you know salaries being so much less. Uh, you know, employers know that they have a picking out there now, and they can pay a lot less, and that's good for small business. Well, it's probably good for large business, but it's not good for the employees, obviously. Uh, so to really pull out what you're doing, and if there's potential for you to start your own business in some way, then that's fabulous. Uh, if not, then uh, to go into work in, a, in an area you're really suited for. And we're going to go into a break in just a minute. We're going to come back here with some more questions for Sandy and see what's ahead for us in 2011. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the Cody Man Keith and he's number one. Now you might think Juan's youth was sad. Because right? he had a death kill mommy and dad. Right. But that ain't the case. Nope. It wasn't his fate. No, nope. the Juan's never struggled to communicate. Ha. Y'all wave your hands. Look who's on. It's the Cody Man Keith. It's That Keith Wan Show on Toginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 central. Every week, That Keith Wan Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wan and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWann.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number, number one, Keith's number one, everybody don't miss that Keith Wan Show. Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Pinrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult. It can be joyful, happy, and filled with hope. Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach, and mom of a six-year-old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope. She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to her website, shannonpenrod.com. From there, you can also get to her other websites, blogs, and connections. On Everyday Autism Miracles, you'll hear stories from parents whose children have made miraculous strides. You'll also get the inside dish on therapies, treatments, supplements, and how to get funding to help you afford them. Miracles abound in the autism community. So tune in for Everyday Autism Miracles to listen, share, laugh, and surround yourself with hope. Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And we're here with our fabulous astrologer, Sandy Rodek. And you can find Sandy uh, online at sandyrodek.com, R-O-D-E-C-K.com. And 
and check out her offerings there. We've been talking about this upcoming year, 2011, and whether or not the job market will improve or, you know, what to do for a living if, if you're someone who's out there who hasn't been at work for a while or has experienced uh, layoffs and, and cutbacks. And uh, Sandy says this is a year for transformation, transition, and action, and to master what you're really, really good at. I think that's fabulous, fabulous advice. So, Sandy, you know, for, for those of us who are currently in business or thinking of opening a business, do you see that um, purchase power is going to gain strength in 2011? You know, if the corporations are having a hard time making it, why are the small businesses going to be able to do any better? I'm not going to say that I expect – there are some small businesses that are definitely going to do better. People that are in the environmental field, uh, doing uh, green work, there's certain fields that are going to do good. Uh, I think retail, the retail is going to continue to drop their prices to keep consumers coming in, so their margins are going to drop. But in regards to just the small employer, there are opportunities to, to do coaching, to uh, get into a passion that you've been doing for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And because of uh, some of the, ta- depending on what happens with the tax issue um, <laughs> and some of the incentives that have already been done, um, it, I think it is a better opportunity. It could potentially be a better opportunity, depending on what happens uh, with the decision. And I, I'm fully expecting taxes to increase. I can't imagine that that's not going to pass, So the, doing the tax hikes. So how that impairs and what the, uh, the legislation says, and the notes and everything, I've not thoroughly reviewed that. Um, I think it's going to be, there will be incentives to hire employees, so that could potentially help the job market, which I really think we're going to still see the same thing. I think there we potentially will end up seeing um, an increase in um, unemployment with a leveling out. I think this year is more of a leveling out. So anybody that's nervous about, you know, hearing that type of news, uh, they're, Look in a different area. Look in a segment. If you've been in insurance, uh, I doubt if you've been, there are people that are laying off. If you've been in a certain area, for instance, manufacturing, get out, you know, get out and go into another field. Look in another avenue. Network and connect with someone else. I do believe that this, we have a year, the next five, ten years actually, for the small employer to have some of the greatest strides they've ever had in the last, uh, even, oh, I'm not going to predict a bubble here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that that segues really well into my next question about our economic forecast. Um, and a part of that is that, you know, we know that that tragically um, we had that event, the, the shooting in Tucson uh, last week. And as a result, one of the many, many things as a result the health care repeal voting has been put off um, delayed as I understand it but Sandy what's what's your anticipated outcome of this vote I my I truly believe that uh, it's not going to be repealed I don't think we can I think the Republicans are going to of course you know you're you've got me on here and you know how I am about politics. <laughs> so I really think that it's going to look like a really good stand in regards to what the, the, uh, the show that the Republicans are going to put on in regards to trying to try to overturn it. I think it's going to still be there. They're going to wade through the thousands of pages of the documentation. I don't think everyone really knows what's in there. 
I think we will. This year is a year of revelations, and that is going to be one of the issues that it's going to be one revelation after the other, just and how this affects us and how the laws are going to be made and implemented. So I do believe that this is not going to end up being repealed. Mm. And so it sounds, I'm kind of hearing nuances in here suggesting that we're going to see some kind of major changes in, in the way this country is governed in the future. Am I, am I picking up on that right? Yes. Yeah, in many ways. And Pluto, which is, the, which is, I always refer to Pluto, the dwarf planet, it was declassified, now it's listed as a dwarf planet with NASA, uh, is, the, is the power planet. Uh, and it's in the constellation of Capricorn right now. Capricorn is about big business, government. It's about our leader um, and leaders in general. And when we see this, um, for instance, when Pluto was traveling through Sagittarius for a 14-year period, that was prior to 2008, you saw the um, many purchases of SUVs, of gas guzzlers, and shopping malls and mini malls going up all over the place and people using their credit cards. It was just an over-expansive mm-hmm. business, uh, not business, over-expansive of uh, our monetary structure. We overspent. Pluto and Capricorn kind of reigns that back in. So what does that mean? This is a time where, when we're talking about Capricorn, we're talking about government, getting more and more government involved in our lives. So this is a time of a lot of those historical events you can look back and you'll see repeated themes that were going on from 1927 to 1935. And then also we have the same themes that are going on that were going on in the 60s with the civil rights, feminism, uh, people rioting, uh, people standing up. You know, we had the war protests going on. So a lot of those same energies in those two different periods of time are a repeated theme that are happening in our current time right now. Oh. I like going back and looking at history because uh, I don't. I don't see the as an astrologer. I do not see the world as faded. I use use astrology to track historical cycles, the same as any stock market analyst would, and that's really to you to avoid major catastrophes. So I think a lot of what has been going on the last couple of years is people are tracking cycles. Um, and looking at what did we do right in the, the end of the 20s, beginning of the 30s, and what did we do right and wrong in the 60s, they're using those cycles, and that's what I do too, to parlay them into this period of time where we can use have the best use of the energies and the outcomes to make this period of transition better, mm-hmm. that we can learn from it. So I had to preface that because I don't like to, because a lot of people will immediately start thinking of all the negatives that happened in the 30s and the Great Depression and what happened in the 60s, whereas I look at it like there were major shifts and transitions that took place. So anyway, to get back on point, this is a time when everyone is, is to take back their power, stand up for themselves, and let their voices be heard. This is a time to take a look at how our voting takes place. Wherever you're passionate in your life, um, in your family, in your community, it's a time to stand up and let your voices be heard, where government doesn't completely overtake your entire life. Because we've got so many rules and restrictions um, that are 
that have been coming down the pike, that continue to come down the pike, and everybody's, we have all this suspension. I mean, it's almost like people are imploding on each other. Nothing makes sense. There's no logical factor to what's going on. And that's because people are getting caught up in a vortex and a drama that they really don't need to be. If you're treating each other with respect, agreeing to dis- disagree, and uh, a hum- humanely, a humanly approach, then we're going to let it get a lot more work done. Because the more that we keep imploding, like what happened on Saturday, uh, the more big brother, big government is going to try to take over. And by using the fear factor, that that could likely occur. So, so what's interesting here to me, I mean, all of this is fascinating. And one of the things that I'm picking out as someone who is, is not all that adept in, in astrology is that just because it's sort of, I'm going to use my layperson's terms, sort of written in the stars doesn't mean that we need to play the game. We can find ways to take what we may see as weaknesses or scary times or, you know, negative times, and we can find ways to reinforce the positive energy, if you will. If we listen to um, people like yourself who have ideas and how we can do that, is is that right? Oh, well, let me okay, let me just position this. Regardless of what your feeling is about Ben Bernanke um, in the Federal Reserve, mm-hmm. people don't realize how bad the situation could have gotten with us. I mean, everybody's like, this is the, you know, we're, and we are, we are in a depression, not the same type of depression that we were in the thirties because the standard of living was completely different than what the standard of living is today. So if people have that different frame reference in their mind, they can kind of get a grasp that, yeah, maybe we are in a depression. It's not really a recession because those are words that are being used now. I can be pretty much, I would stick my namesake on it. Whenever the history books are written, this will be looked back as a depression, not a recession, but mm-hmm. People really don't have, people do not understand that this could have gotten so much worse than what it actually is. And I'm not making light of people's situations because this isn't over yet in regards to the foreclosures. We still have a lot of that going on. But the law, the good thing is, is the laws are going to be changed because of it. And that will, that will end up, um, in the long run. And then I know it's going to take a couple more years before we start seeing the, the final outcome of this. Because the laws will change, the ownership rights and tenant rights and the monetary structures and how you get loans will be much more friendly for the average consumer. But I want to just uh, share one thing in history. Um, at ben Bernanke, he did, just to preface this, he happened to do his postgraduate work on the Great Depression of the early 30s. Wow. So he's proceeded, yeah, so he's proceeded to do things that worked, regardless of how you feel about him, regardless of what you think about him. Um, and he, instead of extending, you know, the depression, because that's exactly what could, could have happened here. This could have been a lot worse, like I said, than what people can even get a grasp on. I mean, this has not been easy for most people to handle. But if we spiraled any, you know, spiraled down anywhere, any more further than what we were at that particular point, there would be another tune that would be playing right now. And I know people are like, well, it would be worse than what it is right now. And yeah, I think it would have been if you had to make those decisions. Don't get me wrong. I don't, I'm not in agreement with, you know, the Federal Reserve just printing money out of thin air and, you know, completely, you know, demolishing the value of the American dollar. But some mm-hmm. of the decisions that were made did prevent us from going into uh, a cycle that we would have been, would have been spinning out of control. 
Wow. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, well, that's good to know that we're at least on somewhat of a right path. We're trying to yeah. take control back. We're going to go into break, Sandy, and when we come back, I'd love to talk more about this. Thanks so much. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Hey moms, get ready for Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. central on toginet.com. Living the Dream Mom is about the true realities of motherhood, the beauty and the rewards of watching your children grow. All these moms have something in common. They put their kids first. It's not about the kids all the time and the diapers and the bottles and the breastfeeding. It's about showcasing the mother in motherhood, real moms in the real world. Do you get it? Now that's what the show is about. So every week, let's get together and we'll share these great stories with you guys. And I hope by the end of the show, you'll be saying, you know what? That is my life. Nina gets it. And I can't hardly wait to see what she brings me next week. Don't miss the next Living the Dream Mom. It's real moms in the real world. Thursday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central. Living the Dream Mom with Nina Fry on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Well, we're here having a truly fascinating conversation with astrologer Sandy Rodick. And you can find Sandy at CosmicClockAstrology.com or Sandy Rodick, R-O-D-E-C-K.com. If you want to learn more about your personal chart and the things that you can do to strengthen your chances for a happy 2011 and beyond, because we are all going to have to really and truly step into our own power in these years ahead and and strengthen the places in our lives where we where we can 
really see ourselves prospering and enjoying life more and let go of those weaknesses. <laughs> Earlier, I talked about Tom Rath's Strengths Finder, and I'm really strongly suggesting that uh, to everyone, especially nowadays. I also want to mention that Sandy's going to be joining us on my other radio show, which is at blogtalkradio.com slash EFT class, that's Emotional Freedom Technique class, EFT class, and that's on February 1st, where we're going to take a look at astrological soul connections for Valentine's Day, so that'll be a a lot lighter and and some real fun, but this is a fascinating fascinating conversation here today, I'm so, so happy that you're joining us. Sandy, you know, we're talking a lot about, you know, how things could have been so much worse, uh, economically speaking, Uh, but, you know, there are a lot of families out there who've lost their homes and lost their jobs and are living with parents again with their three children and, you know, really struggling to know where the next meal is going to come from. And, you know, we're saying that we all need to step into our strength, step into our power. What can you tell those families who are, are really in a bad place right now to give them a little bit of hope about moving forward? I think there is actually a lot of hope because I I think I truly believe towards the end of this year, there is the people, the majority of people will start seeing the majority of people that have been really hit hard during this, uh, the climate of change that we've been in for the past few years. They'll really truly start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. There is, they'll see this way out. It'll open up to them and unfold. So, I mean, we're all in this rigorous training program. I mean, we've been here for some time. I kind of, I call this, I don't know, this time, this modern-day version of the Twilight Zone. Like, I think you've <laughs> I mean, I like it is. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of, and you've heard me, you know, I've mentioned to you, to you uh, this, just identifying with the Born Identity movies. Mm-hmm. It's, we're on, you know, even on an individual basis, but also on a global basis, it's kind of like we're, Jason Bourne, the star of the, the movies, and there were three movies. He's in this desperate search for who he tr- who his true identity is. And once he discovers who he really is towards the end of the movie, that's the first movie, mm-hmm. um, he no longer wants to be that CIA-trained assassin, the programmed $30 million robot he was turned into. So he unplugs from the system, or so he tries to, but then we have movie two and three. Um, so then he becomes... He goes on a search to reveal the truth, unearth the corruption. But because we're all the corruption that's been going on and that was really going on through the Pluto Sagittarius years and even before that, until that's completely uprooted, we don't get on solid foundation. We're not on a solid foundation. And everybody, after you know the Korean War uh, was over back in the 50s and everybody came home, we were promised security, pension, uh, a guarantee. There is no guarantee. We came, we all came here for this experience and to run, you know, go down that roller coaster ride. So when this is the period of time where get comfortable living on shaky ground and realize the mystical, magical experience it can be. I mean, and that's, people are like going, okay, she's, you know, a fruitcake. I haven't worked, you know, I haven't, you know, I lost my home. I'm living on the streets. If you're living on the streets, that's a whole other other dynamic. But if you're back at home living with your parents and your ki- and your, their grandkids are living there, you know I do readings all over uh, the world, not just in the United States. 
So it's always interesting when I'm reading for somebody that is in Chile or I'm reading for somebody that's in Italy. Because if I'm reading for a, son, for a boy that's in his 30s and, I, and he's still living at home, that's normal in that country. It's not normal here because we've prided ourselves on such independence, bigger is better, more versus, you know, quality, that, you know, how, um, you know, how much dissension can we have within the family? Right. Maybe this is truly the time to bring us all back home and bring us closer yeah. to our families. I like that. I like that. And, and, you know, again, as a coach, I've seen that happening so much where people are learning to shift perspective instead of based on what we consider the norm to look beyond that, beyond those limits that we've placed on ourselves and, and really shift perspective to accept something new and, and be in that and live in that and, and find happiness in that. Oh, it's true. My husband and I lived with my in-laws for for, for almost four months last year, and it was actually it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. And I mean, plus we saved you know four months mortgage, and it wasn't because we had to or we were in a financial bind. It just so worked out that way with the selling of our house. Right. But that was, I mean, we really got to know each other better. We got closer. We we respect each other's work and what we do because of that. So, I mean, it depends on your perspective and your mentality. And sometimes when you're going through these hard times, that's what the universe is saying is change your perspective. Put on a different shade of glasses. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're someone who doesn't like change, then um, check out the book, (laughs) Who Moved My Cheese, right? (laughs) Yes. Uh Yeah. So I have to ask one more question because it's a personal pet peeve about um, our economy right now before we move out of this particular topic. You know what? I paid like $3.29 at the pump this morning. And since I drive a Jeep, I wasn't real happy because that was a lot of money to fill up that (laughs) gas tank. Tell me, is this going to shift? Uh, y- yes, but it's not going to shift in the way you wanted to shift. No, stop! <laughs> yes, that is for yeah, Anybody after buying a new car, and I, I actually, on my website, I have the best dates to, you know, if you're purchasing a home or trying to sell a home, the dates to put it on the market. I also have the best dates to buy an automobile so you can pass prices. And uh, to, you know, make the automobile work out the best and longevity and uh, get good financing, that, those dates that are on there. But no, those dollar the the dollar per gallon is not going to go down. It's going to go up. People are just saying, "Oh, it's going to hit four dollars before the end of the year." I, you know, it's at a hundred. I believe last week was at a hundred dollars a barrel. I, I didn't check it this morning before we got on um, got on our call. But that I think is something that's going to continue to rise. Everybody's like, "Oh, it'll fall back down again." I don't believe it can. You don't believe so it can. I don't believe it. Well, I believe anything's possible. I don't believe it will. Okay. So those are, well, in fact, I'm, let me, yes. Um, Have you looked beyond your 12-month forecast for us, Cindy? (laughs) Have you looked beyond the 12 months to see if it's going to shift lower eventually? Um, No, but you also have to look at, you know, look at how much, what was the standard of living and the salaries. Uh, back in the 60s and the 70s, the 80s and 90s, and we're at now. So when we have inflation or deflation, there, the, our salary structures and the cost of living changes, and we have the consumer price index. 
So all of those pieces come into play in regards to affordability. So this was inevitable. When you look at gas prices across the world, our gas prices are pretty low. Yeah. Really? So, I mean, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, when you're looking at the UKs and, oh, yeah, and other, yeah, they yeah, are. They're all, yeah. over, they're all over $5. They're way I know over that $5. pets are quite popular. So I actually did get myself a little a little scooter this summer. So I'm really excited about summer coming back so I can get back on that. It's it's quite fun. So you're right. I mean, talking about adapting and such, you know, you wouldn't expect to see um, this life coach on a scooter. <laughs> You know what? That's that's great. You got a scooter, but the other, you know, I've um, I've said this before in other presentations is that you know, this is a time where we all come. To, you know, we're moving. We're poised between two ages: the age of Pisces and the age of Aquarius. Aquarius is all about humanity coming together in community. The water bearer. So this is the time you come together in your community. You plant vegetables in your backyard. Yeah. You uh, you you carpool. All those neighbors you never have a chance to get. You've never had a chance to get to know. You carpool the grocery store together, so you do, you know you truly come together in a, in a different element. I know that may sound foreign to some people, um, but it's something to give consideration to to look at differently. It's also the time where you know does everybody need a lawnmower in their house? Mm-hmm. You know why can't we share a lawnmower as a community? I mean, those are just different you know different avenues to look at. You know what can I do differently? Everybody's looking at their budgets and their financial situations. I mean, and if you're carpooling to the grocery store, I mean, look at how much money you're going to save on gas right there. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got a scooter. I mean, there's ways to cut back. Yeah, there are ways to cut back. And, of course, you know, the type of lifestyle that you're describing takes me back again to where you were earlier in the show in the 60s, you know, and... um and, you know, in the 60s, we did, did have a lot of civil rights movements and sort of, uh, it was a revolution in, in a way. And, and that's... Yeah. And so, you know, I'm looking at events like this tragic event that we had Saturday in Arizona with Jared Logner. And I'm wondering if there were any celestial planetary type influences that contributed to this event. Yes. So there, uh, Uranus, Saturn, uh, Uranus, the, the conjunction, the eclipse that happened uh, January 4th, which was last week, and then what we're getting ready to go into is a revolutionary time. This is a time where you can either create continued dissension or you can come together. And the choice is merely ours. So those were not to talk a lot of astrobabble, but those, this was just a heightened effect that actually started uh, last year. In fact, you could say that it's, the energies were really pushed to the forefront in, in March of last year. And it just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. So, and the, I mean, and let's face it, the guy had some some mental issues also. In regards to what happened, but to, to continue in the way that we're going is not, it's a waste of time. It's continued... Um, Oh, what's the right word for it? Continued um, disentanglement of the true picture of what's going on because we're not getting anything done no, by the always arguing. Um, I mean, I love how you know the new house that came together last week. They read the Constitution, yeah. and I thought that. I mean, that's me. Oops. Sandy, we're going to go into break here. We'll come back and pick up on this in just a minute. 
Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Come Learn With Me is a show created as much for the host as the audience. Join host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central, on toginet.com, as she invites you to get your boots on and walk through life's triumphs and troubles with her. Come Learn With Me is the beginning of a movement, a community filled with caring people who share information, allowing everyone to participate, gain, and grow. What works? What doesn't? Your host, Danny Walker, is a self-proclaimed student, not expert, and she'll share very candidly passions, perspectives, failures, her family's battle with illness, her restaurant inspirations to keep being a wife, parent, and more, all the while including industry experts, disease survivors, and guests to add to the mix. For more on Danny and her show, go to dannywalker.com, D-A-N-I-Walker.com. If you've ever searched high and low to find answers to sickness, disease, and debt, come learn with me and let's get our questions answered together. Come learn with me with host Danny Walker, Wednesdays at 11, noon central on toginet.com. Are you alarmed, anxious, angry, even afraid of what is happening to America? It's time for Grassroots America, We the People. Learn how to get involved in your voting precinct and take back our country. It's time to build unity upon the Constitution and the wisdom of our founding fathers. Grassroots America, We the People. Every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Central on TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Thanks for being here, joining me and Sandy Rodick in this wonderful conversation about this country's and this the world's future and sandy we we're talking about the shootings in in arizona and uh jared jared Longner being obviously a very sick young man um but i think that it doesn't stop the responsibility doesn't stop with jared and whatever contributed to his illness there's responsibility amongst our world leaders and our nation's leaders and uh individual responsibility that that we need to take on what are your further thoughts on that I'm trying to look at this event as possibly it was just, I don't believe anything happens uh, by accident. I believe everything happens for a reason or I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Sometimes an event is necessary to uh, take place to help us with our evolution because our consciousness isn't quite where it needs to be to take that next step forward. And maybe this was the push that we needed we needed and that I know sounds so close, you know, two days later, so close to coming off of such an awful event. But yes, this is the time that to put forth your voice to, to the people in your community, your congressmen and women, and make your voices heard. There are laws because we're living in a revolutionary times, times of great change. I mean, we're looking at, you know, part of our constitution eventually will be, you know, revised to come up to speed with where we are from uh, the cyber world. So this is the time to have your voices heard and put forth your ideas and your vision and, and, and do so, to follow through. This is the action period. We've been in inaction mode for the last couple of years. This is the time to 
not just sit back and think, oh, you know, my vote doesn't count, my voice doesn't count. It's the time to, to get involved and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're going to get things done and see see the shift. Because, I mean, you can either be, you know, uh, a pessimist or an optimist through this. You know, some people, you know, think of it like, oh, well, I'm going to be a realist. Well, you've got to have a hope. You've got to have optimism. That's how we have advancements and shifts in our consciousness to move us forward. Because without the change, I mean, if we don't have, I mean, if everything was going great, just like it was, you know, through, uh, like, the Internet bubble or uh, a good portion of the 90s, I mean, we, we did, there was no great changes that took place. I mean, look at last year. Uh, we saw uh, the release by Apple of the iPad. I mean, we're getting ready for some major major developments and um, I'm trying to think of the right word again. Some major developments and some major um, medical discoveries. Yeah, oh, the, yes, the technological advancements that we're going to see. I mean, it's even as soon, I mean, we could even see some in the next couple of months. Wow. That is just mind-blowing. So, I mean, we're looking, we're talking about cures for diseases, Lots of really good things, even though this is a period of, you know, uprooting things that we've come to come to expect, this is also a time of great discoveries so that are that are very, very exciting. So if we look at that with you know, with the hope and keep an optimistic viewpoint, it's like the law of attraction. Whatever is in your consciousness, whatever is in your mind you have to put a positive spin to it because whatever you're like, oh, I don't want this, I don't want that, what do you think is going to happen if you pull it right to you? Right, exactly. And so you mentioned earlier about making your voices be heard. And, you know, I, I could just hear people listening to this, you know, some of them possibly saying, well, how do we do that? Our, our, our government has never listened to us. It doesn't help to write our representative or our state senator. Our voices aren't heard. Sandy, do you see that changing? Do you see something in our governmental body that can give us more hope and promise that they're going to start hearing our voices? I don't think there's a choice. I think there is because of, just we'll look at the advent of the, the Tea Party. I, I think there is such dissension that people are, and it's a similar in, energy again as what we had going on in the, the mid-60s with the civil rights movement, feminism, uh, the protesting. So that's the rising up that I see. And I see it happening and unfolding in a different way. Because, mind you, we don't have the draft. So the protesting about the war, that's something we really haven't seen a lot of that on TV. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I do. changes have to be made. Our government officials know this. Okay. If, and if they want to, they can either go into the same shift and transformation that we're all feeling because they're not immune to it. Mm-hmm. They know that it's got to change. So right now we're uprooting... Um, and replacing some of the laws and regulations and some of the people that need to be shifted out of there. So it's make your voices heard. How do you do this? You get together in a community. You file petitions. You uh, form a online community. And you get out there and you talk about this to other people. And you do this in a, a loving way, coming from a kind heart, not trying to, you know, my God's better than your God or my way or my thinking is better than, than your thinking. You somehow, you try to cross paths and meet in the middle. So that's how you go about it. And you also, 
I mean, two, a lot of people don't know the steps to take. So on this, so, you know, going to, you know, the state of Illinois, the website, if you're in Illinois or whichever state you're in or your country that you're in, depending on where you're listening, to find out what is the right protocol? Who do I write? You know, how many names should I get on a petition before I file it? There's so many different avenues There's no, that you could get into. And in regards to forming um, an association to get something passed, to get a law possibly pushed through. And, yes, it takes a long time to do that. But to sit back and do nothing, I mean, a good example of that, I mean, look look at what happened in Juarez, uh, Mexico. What, El pa- I grew up, and I'm from Houston. I grew up in, in Houston, was transferred to Chicago eight, about 18 years ago. But War I, So El Paso is right across the border um, from Juarez. That town has literally been taken taken over by the drug cartel because those people sat back and they did nothing. They let the drug cartel completely take over because they were scared to death to do anything. So you, if you don't stand up and say something, who will you have to blame? And I'm not going to blame those. I'm not trying to blame those people or point fingers, but that's mm-hmm. what happened in that particular area. So it's not, you don't want to just sit back and say, I did nothing at this time when this is the time that was, you decided to, be born during this particular time to make a difference, to have this experience, to just sit, sit back and not have a voice and take action in a constructive manner would be such a waste. Because when we look back in history at this time, we're going to be like, wow, look what we did. Look what we accomplished. So even though astrologically speaking, it, it looks like this is a time to... Uh, I'm not quite sure how to phrase this, but um, to revolt in some way, really we can do that so peacefully and as a united community, as a united nation, we can really, we have the power to step in and do this in a productive, positive, positive, peaceful way, right? Yes, change change can occur with, you know, with dramatic, positive results. People are just, there doesn't have to be an uprising. There doesn't have to be a revolution or a war to create that. There's no, I mean, why? Have we not yeah. learned? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay, so we have just a few minutes left to the show, Sandy, and there's one more important, I think, important question that we don't want to overlook because I think people are so interested in love and relationships and, and you know, marriage and finding significant others and such. What what does 2011 bring in, in the love category? <laughs> <laughs> I know we're going to get more. I know we're going to get more into that on uh, February 1st on uh, yes. the other station. I think that back to me looks looks good. It's almost like we're going back in time where people is becoming uh, in vogue uh, to be in a committed relationship. We're no longer looking at relationships as um, we can just throw them away in the trash. We don't have to, we're looking at relationships that maybe they're not as disposable as what I thought. You know, maybe I really do want to be with somebody for 30 years like my parents did or 40 or 50 years and so on. So instead of uh, the divorce rates, of course, are, are lower. Uh, and mind you, in the 30s, 30s they weren't according to what the norm was back then. We have to look at the two time periods a little bit differently here. Uh, because there was, you know, there were some divorces there when that was highly, highly um, anti. I mean, you were pretty much uh, looked down upon if you were getting divorced. 
so mm-hmm. in regard to the ratio and the populations and the dynamics, uh, we're living in a time where people are coming together. They're like, I really do want this to work out. I really do want to be with you. And, yes, there are people that are staying in marriages that uh, because there's no other financial recourse for them, but they're finding a way to make it work. So this disposable mentality of, you know, just, you know, our trash has become bigger as our, you know, our um, personal storage units have become bigger. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, it's a different mentality. And I really, I like this, that yeah. people are no longer taking each other for granted. So I think that, to me, is a, a beautiful energy to see. Now, I'm not somebody who's the proponent of uh, quantity equals quality, because, you know, it has to be a good match. You know, it's somebody that, somebody, being with somebody that illuminates your soul and invigorates who you are and you want to be a better person because of them. I mean, that's the main reason to stay in a relationship. But just knowing that people are no longer looking at, oh, I'm walking out of this relationship. I, you know, it doesn't have the same meaning to me as it did, you know, six months ago. I think that to me is uh, a shift in somebody's consciousness uh, at a higher level. Yeah. And it just sounds like that we are shifting consciousness. And uh, for those who are ready to go along for that ride in a positive way, it can be a really, really exciting journey. Yeah, Yeah, I think all of this can be an exciting journey. I mean, from, I mean, just think about it. I mean, if you, you know, just like giving childbirth, I mean, without the contractions and those awful, painful contractions, (laughs) we wouldn't end up getting a beautiful baby. And that's kind of, I mean, that's what, Looking at this is just like, okay, I know this is, you know, not great going through. I've gone through all these awful events. I've lost everything, who I am, my money, my job. I, you know, have no place to live. But when you're on the other side of it, you're going to be like, I am so glad I went through that because I wouldn't be where I'm up today. So that's the positive spin of this is that it's, it's all good. Mm. I'm it's so excited good. to hear you put that spin to it, and and it does, I think, give a lot of people hope. Sandy, we have about 30 seconds left in the show. Why don't you tell our audience where they can find you and a little bit about what you can offer them? Uh, you can find me uh, at sandyrodak.com or cosmicclockastrology.com, and that's uh, S-A-N-D-Y-R-O-D-E-C-K.com. And a little bit about what I do. I um, do a lot of life cycle reading, so I do a lot of uh, updates on what's going on now in the next 12 months, what's the best usage of your time, how do we um, take your current skill set and parlay it into looking at all your inner gifts and talents that maybe you haven't tapped into, maybe you don't know that are even there, and moving that forward. Are we... Wonderful. Yes, we're wrapping up, so make sure to check out Sandy's site. Make sure to join us here again next week. And February 1st, uh, Sandy will be on the other show at blogtalk.com slash EFT class. We'll see you all then. Thanks, Sandy. Everybody have a good day.